0: It's time for the Car Joe Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 373 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host as
1: always is the Dapper Dan of Dancing. And oh, the nice. magistrate of Caravan City. I'm Captain Joe Shoes from the Car <clears throat> Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you
0: are, buddy. What's
1: up, Gomez? You know, last week I believe it was last week we did the big finish for our favorite Journey songs, right? Yeah, and I guess. it got in my head a little bit, and I was like, okay, and you know, I can go for a little journey now. It's been a while since I've just put yeah. on Journey and rocked with it, you yes, know. Sir. But uh this past week, I was on the dating sites. Whoa, and they're, not, they're not the traditional dating sites. That's some um, I would say the rest of the world uses. Oh, and I, I met a woman who I had dinner with one night during the week. And it turns out she's a mistress and she was looking for possible dates for her pets. Mm, okay. And this uh, is cool. basically she was screening me and it went well. So we went out to a, a place that served alcohol and played music and it was lovely. We had a wonderful time, me and these three women. And you know what they played? They played Expose. And I haven't heard a lot of Expose lately. <laughs> but uh, they got a bunch of bangers, Gomez. Expose was big in the early 80s. and so funny. Expose, bro. <laughs> like Of all the fucking things. And I'm like, As I'm sitting there about to have an entire weekend full of hot Floridian sex with these women, um, like, I'm just like, I'm out with these girls and I'm like, yo, expose is fucking killer. Like, I got to add them to my fucking Spotify and shit, you know, because like, you know, especially now that we're getting into the colder weather, I want to be like, seasons change, you know, like. I want to be able to look out the window and and think about a song that reminds me of what's actually happening around me, and that's where expose comes in. Seasons change, a point of no return. You know, stuff. A lot of hits. A lot of hits. <laughs> I'll never get over you. Getting over. Oh, so good. It's a great song. It's a great song, I'm, I'm, I make it. It's a good shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and then and then your double main man built up a nice rapport with these people and had tons of hot Floridian sex all weekend so Gomez I'm in a great mood
0: bang bang love to hear it what a what a great weekend love
1: it, it, it really you, you know what else I did this weekend Nothing. Just Absolutely that. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea there was an outside world this weekend. I was completely detached and it was lovely.
0: Love that's love to hear you. Well, you were very quiet this weekend. <laughs> now we know
1: why. <laughs> so, yeah, do not be afraid if you guys don't ever hear from me again. As you see, I have no mustache, Gomez. So, what is going on? I'm I'm trying to get back to my roots and my roots, Gomez. They're rooted in youth. Oh my god! It's just it's just it's been a while, bro. It's been a
0: long time. We haven't seen that stash. I don't know. That's why they call
1: me the Yanni of youth, and I'm out there just doing it.
0: That's let me tell you when I think of youth, Yanni, it's yeah, real, it's, it's real. Exact. That's just exactly what I think. <laughs> Do people even know? Like, we brought we haven't brought up Yanni in a long time on this See, podcast. Uh,
1: Yanni to me is always that guy that was for some reason on the front page display of the Columbia House like catalog. <laughs> yeah, he is. Be like, oh, here are the new releases, it's the new. Red Hot Chili Peppers, or The Who's Greatest Hits, or Yanni. You can get 10 of these CDs for one penny. That's what this world is missing nowadays, Gomez. We don't have Columbia House anymore.
0: Thank God, bro. Oh, my goodness. So many people are debt collection because of that deal. Buy that one fucking $40 for one CD? What? (laughs) I
1: ain't paying Uh, that shit. I'll tell you what. When I was... um in high school like freshman sophomore year in high school my dad my dad always was into like classic rock it was now nowadays my music is classic rock i'm at that age where my music is classic rock now it's nuts um you know i talked previously about interning at q104.3 which was a classic rock station in new york when i was 24 25 and like we were doing interviews with chad smith from the red hot chili peppers and he's like oh i don't really think of us as classic rock you know i think of us more in line with like you know kind of nirvana and green day and they were like oh we play those guys too and he's like
0: oh (laughs) But we got really into Columbia
1: House for a while, like during my freshman year, and I was buying all these CDs. I'd be like, oh, you know what? I heard of this band, or I have a friend that likes this band, and i buy the record and be like, oh, my God, this is fucking cool. So I had like a bunch of CDs. I was a big CD kid. Yeah. It was fun, too. They had, like, little
0: stamps, right? You take the little stamp and you would put yes. the, the little CD on the thing. You're like, I want this one. I want this one. Oh, man. What good times. Now a CD. Forget about it. No physical media. Best Buy announced they're getting rid of movies, I think, by the end of the next year. Really? Be, yeah, they're phasing out physical media.
1: So even when I worked at Best Buy, which would have been towards the tail end of 2010 when i first moved mm. to florida it was the first job i had when i moved to florida uh, our cd selection was already very small at that point and oh, even yeah. then even then i'm going why would we have anything like why yes. What's what's the point but dvds True. were still a booming business at that point dvd collection was insanity i you used to Get the Sunday paper and pull out the Best Buy circular and be like, okay, what's Get coming excited. out this week? And every yeah. Tuesday, remember Tuesday's DVD drop day, CD drop day. You, I would, me and you, we were big DVD guys. We yes, would we go were. to Best Buy every Tuesday if something was out, yes, uh, you know, just like Kane, a taboo Tuesday, Kane. <laughs> we would be there. Yeah, those all every week, bro. There's always a sale. Oh, it's you have season to get the sale. seven of friends is coming out. I gotta get it before it goes to full price. You do, bro. $20 the
0: next week is $45.99. Yeah. like, what the? F- I made a mistake,
1: so we didn't make that mistake no more. My one, my singular favorite DVD shopping memory was being at Best Buy with Gomez, his wife, and our other friend Mo. And we're we're checking out DVDs before we're going to have a lovely dinner at the Outback Steakhouse. Mm. And Gomez is walking around, and I'm standing there like near a discount bin of DVDs with, with Mo. And I grab some random, like horrible-looking horror movie out of the bin. And I go, <laughs> I bet you Gomez would love this. And then you come walking by, I go, Hey, is, is this what something you would want? And you look at it, you go, Oh my god, they have chopping mall i must have it <laughs> snatched it up bro and Instant, you bought bro. it right there six dollars <laughs> gomez spent on the b classic chopping mall so good
0: that's a go. oh that's the movie i watched all the time
1: bro usa up all night baby <laughs> hey and you guys could go back into the archives years ago when we did a 1986 episode where Gomez picked a movie from that year, and I picked a movie from that year. We talked about them. Gomez picked Chopping Mall, and I picked Transformers, the movie. And that was a hell of an episode. Who knew
0: Transformers would be more traumatic than the horror movie about killer robots?
1: <laughs> what a hey, fucking picture. That Transformers movie is brutal. When you're... Fucking crazy, like, I mean, for kids today, like they probably don't give a shit because they don't care about those characters at least to the extent that i feel like we did back then but i mean i was i don't even think i was a full five years old at that point yet so i was probably four years old in the theater watching optimus prime just die and then turn gray like robots just turn gray when they fucking no longer cease to exist when their spark gives out et turned gray it's an alien thing i guess bro it makes sense yeah they were from the planet cybertron so you think you think kids you think like a angel? Do year I think old... kids turn gray? I hope not.
0: <laughs> One way to find out. Listen. <laughs> Holy
1: shit. <laughs> this got dark.
0: Do you think when like like kids went to see Infinity War, they were like fucking traumatic when everyone starts turning to dust at the end of that Good movie? Question.
1: I I mean I was Taken aback by it like it's it. pretty I crazy. Like it's like, I, oh my god. I never really expected Marvel to go to that place. So if I was taken aback by it, like what is a little kid who just loves Iron Man think, you know? Like, well, what's happening to Spider-Man, bro? <laughs> what it's pretty traumatic. <laughs> so Mr. Stark, I don't feel <laughs> so good, but we got some Terrible. great memes out of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like remember memes. when LeBron yelled at that guy on his team for calling the timeout or whatever? <laughs> Or not calling
0: the timeout, um, not paying attention, Joe. Yeah. Oh my god, what a what a what a game that was. Oh my god, it was one of the best games ever, bro. <laughs>
1: Woo. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review wherever it is that you're listening to it, or if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to smash that like button and ring that bell. Follow us on all the social media at car jomez that way you don't miss any single bit about my deviant sex weekend and hopefully what will continue because this is a good fucking time uh, but gomez you know what time it is right now hit the breaking news music oh breaking news
0: uh, oh man i didn't know if we would have breaking news you were so busy this weekend i didn't know Never, when news breaks,
1: Gomez, I fix it.
0: I fucking love it. (laughs) What we got, Gomez? Our
1: buddies at Taco Bell. We got two little announcements from Taco Bell. And honestly, I ain't excited for either one of them. Oh no! First one coming up November 16th next week. That's right around the corner. That is. Taco Bell is giving us grilled cheese, nacho fries. Now, Taco Bell is really leaning into this grilled cheese thing right now. Once they came out with that grilled cheese steak burrito, which is incredible, by the way. I can't put it over enough. I will say it till my dying day. It is incredible. But now they want to do grilled cheese everything. And it's like, baby girl, I don't know if we need everything to be grilled cheese. Maybe not everything, but grilled cheese nacho fries. They are the regular nacho fries topped with melted cheese and steak, and then you have the option for jalapenos if you would like an added kick. It sounds fine, yeah. But I don't go to Taco Bell for fries.
0: No, I, don't I know.
1: Don't people do love these nacho fries. I know yeah. they do. People tell me they love the nacho fries, but oh. I don't go to Taco Bell because I want fries. Nah, I don't get it. I get chips. Dip it. Yeah. Uh, also, December fifth from Taco Bell, the Ooh. return of the double decker taco. Ah, oh, once again, to me, very underwhelming. Because the beans, yeah, it's I don't the like the beans. That. In, you know, in, yeah. uh, that in between those layers, yeah, I'd rather not, have the I'm cheesy the gordita. Baby. I'd much rather yeah. have the cheesy gordita crunch, hundred percent.
0: I I do remember when this first came out; it was a big deal. Because it was like, oh, my God, the two tacos.
1: Wow, look at this. And it's not that I hate the beans. You know what I mean? Like, if I get nachos bel grande, I'm there fucking scooping. You know what I mean? I scoop. I'm a a scooper. But I'm not going out of my way to get, like, the special item where the, the hook is the beans. Yeah, no, definitely not. It's too much. I'm not a bee. Uh, Gomez, that was one of our friends, but we have multiple friends. We're very, yeah. very popular people. So oh, we're friends at the Dairy Queen. Oh, love to hear this. I have it. Oh, tell me about DQ, baby. Two Christmas blizzards hitting the menu Ooh-hoo. back November 27th. We get the return of the Frosted Sugar Cookie as oh. well as the candy cane chill blizzards. Oh, man. Now I've had them both in the past when they're there. The candy cane one is is okay. I'm a, I'm not the biggest peppermint guy and obviously yeah. that's that's what we're going for here. Sure, yeah. You got to be brave right. for that. I got to be uh, new The new frosted that. sugar cookie? Sounds I like it. so good. good. I like it.
0: Oh, I'm excited. I love D- DQ solid. It's always, it's always there when you need. You don't think to go to it, but when it's there, like, you know, this is
1: good. They got some nice little finger foods. But I think a lot snack. of that has to do with the fact that where you and I grew up, we didn't have Dairy Queen. Sure. So yes. because of that, even now. I never now think that of it. Yeah. I have Dairy Queen readily available, but yes, when it's so, time, yeah. like, if I go out and I say, oh, what do I feel like? Right. You, oh, maybe I'll just go out and grab something quick. I, yeah. Dairy Queen is still, at this time, literally, I could walk to Dairy Queen from where I live but yeah. I, it's never at the top of my mind to be like, oh, why don't you go to Dairy Queen? Their burgers are pretty good. I actually I like Dairy Queen's burgers. If you never had a Dairy Queen burger, give it a shot.
0: Yeah, I get the cheese curds, their pretzels. Oh, their pretzels are fucking. Mwah. Yeah. If I'm thinking of getting uh, some ice cream, I'm thinking to go to like 7-Eleven to grab a pint of like Ben and Jerry's or something before I'm thinking of dairy. It's just so it's, I it's won't true. even it's do that, that
1: anymore because of how expensive the pipe. Yeah, the pints I do. It, I do it at shop. Right. Yeah, the, exactly. I like, I'll, yeah. I'll take the trip to Walmart and go buy the half yeah. gallon for one half of the price that the pint is at the seven 11 or the Wawa. Yeah, or I'll, whatever. Go, I'll
0: go to Shoprite And I'll see what's on sale. I'm like, oh, Turkey Hill's on
1: sale for three dollars. Yeah. We yeah, eat yeah. Turkey Hill tonight. Oh, it's always a flavor for, I like. Three for ten dollars this week of yeah. a great value brand. I, you know what? I'm buying three.
0: That's it. Ice cream it tastes the same. I'm getting cookies and cream, bro. It's all the same shit. I'm putting fudge on top. Don't worry. Now, about don't
1: it. get me wrong. When you're buying the the cheap brand of ice cream, you know you're eating the cheap brand of ice cream. There is a difference, but is oh, it a big this- enough difference for me to want to spend an extra four dollars? No. No, it's not. Uh, last thing, Gomez. I think this one is kind of cool because whenever okay. this place does these promotions, they're usually pretty good. So it's Shake Shack, and we don't really get Ooh. a lot out of Shake Shack. They're always coming no. out with different burgers or whatever. But they're doing a tie-in with the new Trolls movie. What? Okay, they are That's doing three. Count them, Gomez. Three Trolls themed milkshakes. Mm, okay. each one linked to a character from the movie we have <clears throat> branches chocolate peppermint okay we have poppy's sugar cookie so right away we're competing with dairy mm, queen on these that's funny yeah <laughs> and then we have viva's cinnamon roll oh interesting they're interesting. all made with like real custard they're, like the cinnamon roll custard or whatever
0: so my my biggest thing is uh I always get excited for these shakes. Always. Mm. I'm always like, oh yeah. And then I get them and I'm always disappointed. I really? just I never I, I enjoy the food when they mix it up. Here's a special burger, He's a special chicken. Delicious, wonderful, thank you. But anytime I get one of these things, I always feel like it's lacking, like if it's like a a s'mores thing. It's like, oh, we just, you know, we put a little chocolate syrup in our vanilla and mix it up. And it just, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's underwhelming. I'm going to try it,
1: though. But, yeah. Yeah, I want to, I will try them all. I think if I had to put them order in order of how I, like, would be ex- my level of excitement for each one, I would obviously go kind of sugar cookie, cinnamon roll, peppermint, chocolate peppermint last. Um, but I'm interested in trying them all. But I'm also... And when Shake Shack started becoming like the rage and the hipster really cool thing, like, oh, this is the cool burger spot we go to. And yeah. they opened it up <clears throat> at City Field when the Mets opened their new ballpark in 2009. The line yes, for Shake Shack was absolutely Parable. ridiculous. But And I understand I'm not going to like a genuine Shake Shack location, right? But even then, the burger should still be the Shake Shack burger. Yes. And the shake should still be the shake, shack, shake, you know, because they're doing basic stuff. It's not like we're doing like all the fancy schmancy stuff at the ballpark. And I was very underwhelmed. And it's probably because I had so many people for a long time in my ear telling me how great this place was. And Basically, by the time it was over, and I know I'm paying ballpark prices on top of what is already a premium price for a yes sir. for a, a hamburger. You know what I mean? They, they, it's not like going off the fucking dollar menu, which R.I.P. Um, God, you know, thoughts and prayers for the dollar menu. Jesus, um, but time. I know I'm but I'm paying a more inflated price than even the normal inflated price, and I was just very underwhelmed. So even to this day, when I go to a Shake Shack, I almost do it begrudgingly. Because Aww. I never, when they did the hot ones tie in, I went, and I did the whole yeah. thing, and it was it was fine. But I'm always, I never feel like the portion sizes are enough for they never justify the prices. That's how I, I feel it. when I leave the Shake Shack.
0: No, I get it. The chicken sandwich is delicious, but it's, it's, you know it's expensive, so yeah. it's, you know, I get it.
1: Oh, uh, so that's all I got for the news this week, Gomez. What about you?
0: Oh. I don't got no news. Don't, I do I did want to ask? Did you? Are you paying attention? I'm not really paying attention. I don't want to ask. Maybe you paying attention? This uh this thing with like Michigan State, uh, Michigan with the the scandal of videotaping uh, this other thing.
1: Yeah, they've been they've had like a member of their staff buy tickets like to faking
0: the, right, like faking yeah. like he's on the staff and stuff. And just what are we doing? First of I all, haven't...
1: why is videotaping
0: doesn't seem like it should be like. A guy's just stay everyone's videotaping. Like I, everyone be, has a camera at this point. Everyone has a camera. So what I guess because they're focused
1: on the the signage, I guess that's what makes I, it Yeah, I believe that's what it is. So they're trying to decipher the calls and the signs. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, if the quarterback's, you know, shooting out whatever at the line of scrimmage, it's the defense can hear it and be like, Oh, they're gonna run the sweep to the left now
0: these people i love it
1: so she i haven't is, i haven't been following the story like close because it's it, guys it's college sports i, I don't yes. give a fuck like <laughs> i been I mean, like that's interesting but <laughs> i grew up in a real town i couldn't give a shit about college sports and i live in florida now where all they care about <clears throat> is college sports and i've lived here a long time now but like baby girl we got we got pro sports like real athletes not just guys who are going to be accountants at the end of the year and there's nothing wrong with being an accountant. But the fact of the matter is, like, why, why are we watching lesser levels when we have everything readily available to us? Come on, bro. Rutgers, bro. Come on. St. John's. That, that's like when indie wrestlers come up to me and they're like, oh, dude, like, I've been dying to work with you. And I'm like, my man, there's so many other good wrestlers. Go, go like, dream bigger. You can have good matches with real people. Don't waste your time hoping to have a match with me. Top (laughs) shelf Troy Nelson. (laughs) They want to have
0: a good time, bro. They fucking, you know, they know when they wrestle El Shoe, Captain Joe, Maximus Sex Power. Come on. They're going to have a grand
1: old time in that ring. That's when it comes down I had a guy reach out to me this week he wrestled, he's he been wrestling on the indies for a long time his name is Lucifer Darkside, and we were buddies for a while we had a, a whole feud together and we did some really cool stuff in Warriors of Wrestling like I don't know 12 13 years ago whatever um, but he was like man he's like I'll never forget you did a spot where you you finally chopped me down to where I went down because he was a, a much bigger dude like I'm a big dude yeah. this guy dwarfs me um, but I finally got him down, and then I put him in some like variation of like the rings of Saturn. But I called for the microphone, and I start going. I'm taking it back to the '80s right now. I go, we got. You know, I start singing the chorus to "Living on a Prayer," and it would get to, when it would get to the whoa. I would cr- I would clamp down on the hold and put the mic in front of his mouth, and he'd go ah. And I, We're living on a prayer.
0: The great spot, bro. <laughs>
1: it's a great who would want to work with that come on bro and like i'm the heel in this situation so i shouldn't <laughs> have really been doing it but at the same time when you have a good spot do not let it go to waste so thankfully um the man who has ripped me off shamelessly hundreds of times cpa <laughs> if you catch cpa normally he's doing something he ripped off from me Love and it. that spot is one of them. I love it. <laughs> oh, CPA is the best. <laughs> uh, I love him, uh, Gomez. I am caught up on the Loki show on Disney Plus. Oh. We are five episodes in; only one to go. Next week will be the finale. Already? What? <laughs> yeah. What the? Really? Wow. Okay. Now I gotta say I have not seen a lot of Loki chatter. These episodes are coming out on Fridays. I haven't been seeing any chatter on the socials about people loving or hating Loki either way. So that's what we call indifference. And a lot of times there can be nothing worse than indifference. Love it or hate it, but when you just eh, when you don't care, kiss a death. And I'm not loving this show. Mm. I'm not hating this show. There's a lot going on. But at the end of the day, Loki's not really Loki anymore. He's just mm. another guy. Not like, disappointing. He's, he's not like the, the mischief prince or anything. Like, he's he's got no powers. Or if he does, he's certainly not using them. He's just a guy hanging out with Owen Wilson which is cool. That sounds fun. Like to hang out with Owen <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> but he's not he's just like the only thing that makes him Loki is he's very charming. And he's got that cool accent and the hair. Like he and he looks hair. like Loki. That's it. Like and this storyline that they go have going on with the branching of the timelines. I'm interested because I'm I'm enjoying the ensemble cast that we have here. Like all the different characters, I'm I'm enjoying the chemistry between them. I think they're all good together, but the storyline itself I find to be very convoluted. And you really gotta be paying close attention to like what's going on. And mm. that's fine, but I don't know. I I don't know necessarily know that that's what I want out of my Loki show.
0: Yes, I I understand what you're saying. Mm, We we watched that first episode, and my wife's a big Loki fan, loves Loki, and she has just not even, like, I'm like, hey, you want to watch Loki? She's like, "Mm, not really. I'm like, good. I don't want to watch it either. Well, you know what we got?
1: Not just Loki. We got Jonathan Majors reprising that role. I guess all Mm. the heat is off. How uh they said they were just gonna barrel through with this, and they'll
0: make any decision they'll make will be okay. afterwards. this they still talk of maybe you know, uh, switching the actor, which do it. I mean, he's a he's a variant. he can look like anything. It, yeah. If there's ever been a time where you can recast someone with it meaning nothing, like this is the time, and they just seem hesitant to do it., uh, you know, he's still got his court stuff going on. It's not like that's gone away. The court dates are coming up soon, I think. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I guess, I guess they're hoping, right? Because he's in this and then he's probably, he probably won't be around again for a while, I would think. So maybe they're like, all right, we just get power through this and then let's see what happens. And maybe
1: the heat will be off by then. But
0: is he in it a lot? Like, uh, I know he's once you get to like episode
1: three, it's like he's introduced in a different timeline. Mm -hmm. And now, to me, he's just in it. So he's just popping up, okay.
0: So yeah, okay. Because yeah, if you look at like uh, the promotional stuff, right, you would think he wasn't even in it. They barely showed him in the trailers or anything like that, and so people were wondering. And then like no, and then
1: even the first episode, they just show him from like the way he's been decorated upon these rooms and stuff. So you're like, oh, I wonder if he like. They just, like, that's the only references they'll make to him. And, no, he's he's there. He's certainly very there. Interesting.
0: It's going to be interesting to see what happens. We'll see. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. Like you said, I don't see anyone really talking about it. Uh I think I do hear mixed things. I, I see that whenever anyone is talking about it. A couple people love it. A couple people don't like it. Again, it's never... It's not strong enough. There's no chatter. I see like one or two people talking about it. It's not a, a thing. So I don't know, man. I just. It's rough. It's rough out there for Marvel. We'll see. It's going to be a interesting gotta, week coming up.
1: I have a genuine breaking news story. Oh, what happened? I just got a text from D Freedom Thirty, who works for the Major Pod. Matt Cardona oh, is currently live on whatnot doing an auction. Okay. And the the joe shoe the captain joe shoes major bendy not signed i have not signed it for matt mm. um just sold for 96 dollars damn boy look at that now i'm selling them what i what i have to sell i'm selling for 40 dollars autographed with five dollars shipping so if you live within the united states it's 45 card I cardona just got more than double
0: unbelievable unbelievable where's your cut
1: unbelievable <laughs> i haven't even signed it for him he's out there selling sdl signed bendies or whatever and, and cardona bend they all you know it's his company so he got his allotment and whatever i haven't even fucking signed it and it went for 96 bucks i'm very underpriced from now on 250 dollars sign <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay it's a deal it's just, bro, let me tell you, these things are hotcakes, bro. Flying off the shelves.
1: Look, I, I'm biased. I know I am. But I look at this and I'm going, this is the fucking coolest goddamn bendy figure that this company has put out. Everything from the... Like, I'm a, I'm Toyetic. You, If you look at me and you don't know who I am, you look at that and go, who the fuck is that guy? See, Gomez has it, and Gomez don't even buy toys. But it's such a weird looking figure because I'm not what you expect when you buy a wrestling toy and the (laughs) packaging, the, the artwork, the card backs that TTD wrestling has created. Like everything is just perfect. I'm so happy with it. I'm, I'm happy so many people want it. Like I'm getting messages all the time. Um, from people who want it. So thank you guys for that. For, uh, I did sell a whole bunch of them, uh, this week and, uh ship them all out so you'll have them soon if you ordered people asking for um certain inscriptions, Gomez, love after it. the the card set where they were finding all my one-of-one yes. inscriptions. Now people are they're giving me directions saying I trust you, just write something whatever. Love so it. on one of them I wrote uh, I'm in a plastic case of emotion.
0: It's a good one. That's great. I love it.
1: <laughs> one guy asked me to sign. Maximus Sex Power, Captain Joe shoes, FWF tag team champion. Like I guess he wanted everything on there. So I tried, <laughs> I tried to make it fit. I Tried to make it fit. I love it. What color? What color are you signing these uh things with? I, I was doing white on a lot of them. Ooh. Looks I looks really good in white. Yeah, and now I'm doing nice. like a baby blue on some of them. Ooh. Those are not, oh
0: boy, you've you've put you spoiling these folks. Bro.
1: I had a fresh ooh. box of paint pens that uh, you know, so but the the white seemed to be the pen itself seemed to be giving out because I've been doing so many. I'm so popular. <laughs> you know what else is popular, Gomez? What's popular? Netflix. It, it some say is the most popular, and Netflix just put out a documentary on our double main man, Sylvester Stallone. This is an hour and 35 minutes. It's called Sly, came out the end of last week, and it's up there. And This is obviously, I would say, kind of gets paired together with the three-part Arnold documentary that they did earlier this year. You know, these are the two big guys, right? A and B, depending on your taste, you know, what order, who goes first, who goes second. I'm an Arnold guy first.
0: Yes, Terminator takes everything.
1: I'm not even a, like Terminator's fine for me, but like Commando is my. Oh, no, yeah. Um, but Predator. S- Sly, the Rocky movies, of course. Sure. Um, not even so much the Rambo movies, but the, like I've watched the Rocky movies so many fucking times. And like, we say it all the time Rocky Four was on Best. TV, network TV all the fucking time every time there was a national holiday you could find some channel that was playing a marathon yes it was
0: was usa baby it's time for rocky i love it
1: whether it was usa whether it was uh fx whether it was the hallmark movie channel at some (laughs) point they were all playing rocky movies and it's great it's spectacular and we get this documentary, and I'm excited for it. Are you excited for a Sylvester Stallone yes, documentary? Always.
0: Yes, I don't know much about him, so I'm very excited. You know, I want to know. Tell me stuff. Tell me stuff about him. Did you watch it? I did watch it. I did, yes. Oh, well, what are your impressions of it, Gomez? It was okay. It's, it's, little, it's too short. we like, burning through stuff so quick. Like, what's the rush? Why are we rushing, bro? Like sir, like come on.
1: So i I have a lot of things. Remember, we talked about the Vladimir documentary, this WWE yes. super fan last week. Yes, how it it left you feeling bad at the end. Yes. I, that's how i felt at the end of this sylvester stallone documentary yes it got very at the end it was like
0: hey all these fun times at the movies oh family depression
1: sadness <laughs> like, so i had fuck? some i had some takeaways from and like you said we don't really necessarily like i mean he's been in the public eye 50 years now yeah but how much of stallone do we really and because of the time where he came out like we didn't have the internet when Sylvester Stallone was the biggest star in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like... I mean, I'm sure that the... um Uh, paparazzi were doing the photos and stuff like that but when it comes to like his motivation sure we like we've all heard the story about how he was really really broke and he even had to sell his dog at one point remember like we've all heard that story right it pops up in all our suggested feeds on social media from time (laughs) to time to give you some positive reinforcement to be like and you know who that man turned out to be sylvester stallone so never stop believing in yourself and it's like oh man that fucking makes me i I could be rocky i could be rocky 11 but i had some (laughs) some some little takeaways from here and i agree with you that it does feel very rushed right like we very easily could have i don't know if there's really segments where you can split up his life as as easily as there was for arnold you know cuz we had yeah. like athlete arnold we had movie star arnold we had politician and citizen arnold you know maybe maybe we don't have those ready made chapters for sly but we could have spent we 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 could have just turned this into uh an ep- you know a, a show then we could have done yes 5 hours on sly right
0: yes why does arnold get 3 and like come on like sly could get 2 at least
1: like come um, uh, maybe, on maybe i don't know if he just didn't want it, you know. Didn't want to maybe make that certain kind of things. you didn't want
0: and he want to yeah. get into certain things, maybe. So yeah, uh, I guess. certain
1: things I did take away from this though. His first big movie is Lords of Flatbush that he does with Henry Winkler, and I never associate Sly Stallone with being buddies with Henry Winkler.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but he tells
1: a story here how he got thirteen hundred dollars as his payday for Lords of Flatbush. He buys a car for 40 bucks, drives out to LA, decides he pick up and move to LA. So he drives that $40 car all the way to Los Angeles. Takes him 11 days, breaks down when he gets there, has no idea what to do. He calls Henry Winkler. He's the only person in Los Angeles he knows. <laughs> Henry Winkler at this point is a superstar right from the Fonz. Yeah, bro. And you're just some guy that just met him in a movie. You're going to call up the Fonz? Bro, that's like, it, bro. that's ballsy. I would even if I worked with the guy on that one. I don't think I would ever have the nerve to no. bother the Fonz at home. <laughs> uh,
0: that's true. Hunt and the, the Fonz
1: shows up.
0: He's like, "I got you, bro. I he
1: got you." Him up, loads <laughs> of shit into his his car. It takes him to a motel. What a guy.
0: Great, guy! Great guy, bro. He didn't have to do that.
1: What a guy. Uh the first choice for Apollo Creed was not Carl Weathers Mm -hmm. and going back. Like I've never heard this before, but Carl Weathers is so perfect for that role. Yes. That it's almost impossible to imagine anyone else. And in this, he just casually says, you know, originally we booked Ken Norton to be the Apollo Creed side of it. And he dropped out after like, I think he said two days. And then that's how they ended up bringing in Carl Weathers and it's just like wow like I cannot imagine those movies without Carl Weathers and it wasn't even supposed to be him to begin with insane
0: crazy things work
1: out like that sometimes Uh and this is a story I've heard before but I love the pettiness of it So Arnold and him have their rivalry, and it's not a personal thing, but it's a professional thing, right? Everybody wants to be number one. So if Arnold, you know, killed 10 guys in a movie, Stallone would want to kill 15 in, in the next. If Arnold made 100 million, Stallone would want to make 101 million. So they have this professional competition between them, and the script for Stop or My Mom Will Shoot is being offered to the both of them. And Arnold plays it off as if he's really interested in this movie, even though he has no intention to do it, simply because he thinks he can trick Stallone into taking it, knowing it's gonna be a bad movie, and it happens. And Stallone takes the movie thinking he just one-upped Arnold, and it becomes this huge flop. So the pettiness involved in that to have like to try to trick your enemy into taking a bad movie i fucking love it
0: i remember when that movie came out and i remember the movie critics just like what is this what, piece the of fuck shit? Are, we what doing? are we doing <laughs> it's so you funny.
1: know and remember there was a time where like stallone put out a whole line of fucking clunkers like yeah, there was bro. even a saturday night live skit where stallone was the host and there was a like a sketch where there was a guy in a car accident. Stallone was like the first one on the scene. He's like, oh, like, oh, he's got um, he keeps making references to like Stallone's bad movies. Hmm. And he's like, no, no, stop, stop. And the guy like Stallone leans in, and he goes, or my mom will shoot was f- terrible. <laughs> Are you
0: all right? Oh, uh, uh, what happened? Well, well, oh, you're all right, sir. Now everything's going to be fine. Fine. Oh, I saw white light and I felt this inner peace. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to heaven. But then that guy from that horrible movie, Rhinestone, showed up.
1: What? And away. then as the guy dies, they go, oh, no, look, it's a copy. He has a VHS copy of Rambo. He was really a fan. And then he like takes it out even further and goes, oh, sorry, it's a porno called Rambone. <laughs>
0: uh yeah so the the doc is good but it's just it's quick it's basically he's rocky he's rambo and then we kind of rush and he hates his dad the shit with his dad
1: is wild so crazy crazy right like and that's what what i mean when i say it left me feeling bad at the end that he has such a i mean horrible relationship with his father uh he doesn't say he was beaten as a kid but he does say both him and his brother frank stallone who uh you know is, is far from frank. over yeah oh. you guessed it frank stallone gomez I'm can you so do Jeff. the frank stallone thing with norm Macdonald right there you got it baby estimated 295 million dollars to clean up toxic waste at the former lockheed
0: martin military aircraft plant in california the cause of the toxic waste
1: you guessed it frank stallone <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite jokes and like we're completely aged out of that but like there are people who are in our age group who will get that joke from weekend update on saturday night live yes. norm mcdonald would make it like every week and it was like one of my most looked forward to parts of the show so good Um, <laughs> uh, but like he was saying his dad was like physical with them as a kid he doesn't say they sure. were beaten but he says they were physical yeah. so who knows what that means and then after he works his ass off rocky becomes this huge success his dad becomes wildly jealous of him so crazy bro starts writing his own screen his own movie (laughs) like rocky's (laughs) (laughs) dad and then when he has like the big charity polo match which i love that polo bro when he put on polo like fucking polo who plays polo i'm just i was like my god like To me, Polo is like the snooty rich of the snooty rich. And it's just like, it just sounds like he always just really liked horses. And he, you know, which is fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not shitting on that at all. Like I just growing, I don't know a lot of people from growing up in New York, growing up in the city. He grew up in hell's kitchen. You know, he was a kid in hell's kitchen. There's not a lot of people who have that love for horses because we don't have no fucking horses. (laughs) Ain't no horses, bro. Once in a while, a cop on a horse. Fuck that
0: cop. Exactly. You know,
1: named Butternuts. (laughs) And then you feed it all the stuff and it keels over outside the 7-Eleven. And then Nasty Nate is threatening you from the prison cell. Fruit cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) But like they do this polo match and his dad like accosts him like from the as they're making a play for whatever. Like like stabs him with the polo bat i don't know what you call it a mallet or whatever mallet maybe i think but insane and that's where like i left here feeling i know he's had a like a good life right you know you you know, even as you're walking around this house his house is incredible like crazy and he's he's got a family and i i know he had a child who died and he's he's gone through his his share of struggles I guess all in all I I would outside looking in I look at it and go but he's had a pretty good life and then you hear the stories like that and you go I fucking feel real bad for that dude that his relationship with his dad was like that that sucks yeah all that didn't matter real
0: shitty damn what a bummer that and that's, bummer that, that that out. that was my
1: biggest takeaway you know out of out of all this, all the years of entertainment that Sylvester Stallone has given me all the hours I spent watching these movies. My biggest takeaway from the documentary about his professional career in life is that sucks about your dad, dude. I'm sorry. It's true.
0: (sighs) Let's let's, Let's just let's just let's get this bum shit. Let's come on. We're bringing down the show here, so like I'm all sad now and just thinking oh, you're about sad? It. It's just
1: you got something like, to cheer oh. us up? No, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> you know, no post
1: Halloween. No post Halloween horror movie. Like day no. after Halloween. <laughs>
0: No, not really. Uh, you know, I've just been chilling. I I watched uh, a lot of horror movies this year. I did. I was able to f- squeeze a lot of I- a lot in. I watched uh, f- almost fifty. I believe it was. That's great for me. You know, I don't get a lot of movie time, but I would wake up early, start a movie, finish it later on. You know, I was trying. Do to you find
1: that now that your there. daughter's getting older,
0: like it's a little easier? Kinda... Yes.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah.
0: 'Cause she wanna play like Roblox. So it's like, oh good, go play for 30 minutes. A friend comes over, they're painting. I'm like, oh, I'll run in the basement and start this movie. You know, it's always not, you know, the best way to watch a movie always, where you have to watch it in three parts, but it gets the job done, bro. You know, whatever works. (laughs) I guess the only thing I could talk about a horror movie, Joe, is the big horror movie came out. It's supposed to be the horror movie of the year here.
1: It's available
0: Ooh. on. Yeah, it had a small release. I didn't get to see it in movie theaters, but it's out on Shudder now. It came out right before Halloween. It's called When Evil Lurks. This is yeah. what this movie is, and <laughs> it's a Spanish film. It's in Obviously. subtitles, so.
1: So what's it really called?
0: <laughs> no, I I don't. I think it. I didn't see a name. I think it's just When Evil Lurks. It's not one of those. I don't believe I know that. <laughs>
1: Hold on, I'm gonna Google but, the translation. Go ahead, tell us about the movie.
0: So the movie's about like uh there's some kind of uh, evil sweeping over the country, like some Is kind it of working? <laughs> you could say that. And uh, you know, it's very bleak, it's very rough at times, and uh I get the appeal, it's good. But uh I gotta say I, I expected a little more. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of world building, which is good. Like, they tell you the rules of how you're supposed to be with these demon people and stuff like that. It's all very interesting. But I don't know. In my head, I thought it would be a little a little more, a little something else. The year now, of, of being disappointed continues here. I'm very sad. Would
1: you have felt different if instead of When Evil Lurks, What's you were called? really sitting down to watch Cuando El Ma Achecha.
0: I got. I would have ran to the theater if that was the name of it, bro. I, was, I must see this movie. Oh, it's so funny! <laughs> oh yeah. So it's all, you know. I listen. All my friends have seen it. They all fucking loved it. You know, all the the horror people I I follow online, they
1: all love it. I, I'm the outlier here. You know, it's good. Just well, you better know, you I than get, me. I get all this fucking heat from the horror community for having. I might very- guess so. Maybe,
0: maybe, maybe they're gonna be
1: like, What do you need, Gomez? What do you need in your movie?
0: I don't know. I gave it like a three and a half. You know, it's good.
1: I enjoyed it. I did a three and a half is pretty fucking good. It's sitting- good, but I thought you would have given it like the way you were talking, like a two. It's just
0: because it's been. Like, this is the hard movie of the year. This is the movie. This is the movie. Everyone's been waiting for it. This is it. So everyone's giving it four and a half, fives. Like, they're loving it. And I'm sitting here going, it's good. But, you know, I don't know. It's not a lot happens. You know? Mm. Stuff happens. And it's cool. Like, oh, shit. Look at that. That dog. Oh, that dog is crazy. Look at that dog. You know? Like, it's crazy. But, I don't know. It's a lot of talking. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't. Fig- I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, horror people. I'll hear about it. I haven't really talked to my friends about it, so they're gonna be like, "What? You didn't like that?" Oh, I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> Maybe next time. <sighs> Maybe next year, me and horror will be uh, will be buddies. I don't know. We'll see. Um,
1: that's all I have, Gomez. But we did watch one. Movie off the wheel of fortune this week, didn't we? Yeah, we did, baby. We
0: spun that wheel, it landed on a good one. I was excited for this one 2003's The Rundown. Oh, baby! The Rocks' first big solo budget action.
1: Like, this was the Rocks coming out party here. It really was because I was looking at the Rocks' uh filmography and before this, all he had really done was he did Mummy Returns, where he had the bit part at the end, and that was 2001. Then yeah. he was in a movie called Long Shot, also in 2001, where it was a small party played a mugger. But listen to the okay. people in this movie. This is obviously a very low-budget movie, but then you look at this cavalcade of names on the list, and you're going, how do I not even know about this movie? Because in 2001... You got Paul Sorvino, Antonio Sabato Jr., Gilbert Whoa. Gottfried, Danielle Fishel, Tapanga, Zachary Whoa. Ty Bryan, who was the oldest son from Home Improvement. So you got some wow. names, right? Yes. Well, how about if we throw in appearances from In Sync, LFO, Britney Spears, and O Town?
0: <laughs> Holy!
1: What the what fuck the... movie is this? What bro? is this movie?
0: <laughs> what let me see what is this movie about
1: <laughs> i'm
0: like Living oh long way. shot i'm,
1: I'm never i've never like i haven't heard of this so i like was like oh like what is this movie i see he just played a mugger i'm like it can't be a big um like a big release or a big thing or anything it's not like it was a big role and then i look at like the people in this movie i'm like what in the fuck like how did this one slip under the radar I got I got to search for this one. We
0: got to see. We might have a, a Twitch screen soon. Let's We see. may have
1: to. Um, oh. but after that, he does Scorpion King, which is really his first Sure. Yeah. starring role, right? And yes. I would say I saw it in theaters. I would say it's fine enough. Like I think the first Mummy movie is great, Mummy 2 good, Mummy 3, uh, Scorpion King, it's it's all right.
0: Yes, they start going downhill. Definitely.
1: But the first but one then, is great. But then after Scorpion King, we get this. The rundown. 2003. Mm. The story <laughs> of a tough, aspiring chef who is yes, hired to bring that. home a mobster's son from the Amazon, but becomes involved in the fight against an oppressive town operator and the search for a legendary treasure.
0: Hmm. Yes, it is. That is that is a good description.
1: So Dwayne Johnson in here, I guess he was Dwayne the Rock Johnson still. Yes, he, at first. And yes. Vince McMahon was still getting an executive producer credit because he's owned the name The Rock, which is hell of a business, kid. Um, he's here playing Beck. One word, yes. one one word name. Gotta love it. And he's joined on the screen by Sean William Scott, who we know as Stifler from the American yeah, Pie movies, as Travis. Christopher Walken, who we know from being Christopher Walken. Oh, of course. As, uh, the big heel. And yes. Rosario Dawson, who I, yes, forgot I forgot was in this movie. I totally I forgot, forgot she was about the girl it. In this movie. Totally um, forgot. Rosario Dawson has carved out a hell of a niche as the <sighs> the only tough girl in the galaxy, like uh, if you have a role for that singular type of character, you always book Rosario Dawson for that. And it's this movie game. is 20 years ago, and she don't look no different than she does today, bro. So
0: it's crazy,
1: Rosario Dawson. Whatever you are doing, hell of a job. <sighs> if it's your so skincare it routine, I, I don't know what it is. She don't look no different in 20 years.
0: I was like, oh my God. (laughs) She looks crazy. Great. At this
1: time, like at this time, Christopher Walken's obviously a movie star. He's been around for years and blah, 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 blah. Sean William Scott, though, is probably the biggest pop culture star at that time, right? Off the American Pie movies. Yes. 2000, the first American Pie was 99. So that's like still fresh. We're getting those sequels now.
0: Yes. And then
1: he did, uh, he's got two. And we talked about our top comedies from the 2000s last week, right? Yes. Yes. Sean Williams, Scott, you forget like how much he was in before he kind of just
0: you know, went away. Yeah. Yes.
1: And in 2000, so American Pie is 99. In 2000, he does Dude Wears My Car with Ashton Kutcher. I know That's it's not for everyone. A lot of people don't like it. Personally, I love it. I love for it. Shit. Unironically, I genuinely love the movie. But also, in that year, Gomez, he does, I would say, a more generally accepted great comedy movie for the time, Road Trip.
0: Road Trip, baby. Yeah, we forgot Road about trip that Road Trip was
1: huge.
0: It's a great movie. Yes, it was. That was. I named
1: my hose <clears throat> after the snake in that movie.
0: <laughs> what a reference.
1: Un- Unleash the fury, Mitch. <laughs> I love it. You know, we got a lot of good lines in that. Oh, oh, did you kill a cheetah? Yes, the big way. <laughs> oh, and then a few years later, he makes another incredible comedy of the decade, very underrated, incredibly underrated. Him and Paul Rudd Gomez give yes. us role models. Yes,
0: sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I believe that's on the list. I believe this on the Wheel of Fortune.
1: I hope it is, because Ooh. that movie... I, I'm sure it made like eight bucks at the box office, but that movie is fucking hilarious. I haven't watched it in a very long time, so hopefully we land on this before it's time to go see that fucking Marvel's movies. Uh, like, I... Who the fuck gives a shit? But that's the kind of movie i love that movie hit it from all angles it was great yes it was <laughs> and then i'm going like what was rosario dawson doing at that point because 20 years ago is was fucking 20 years ago like yeah and really her, the biggest credit to her definitely. name before this she had she had done a bunch of stuff like a tv episode here she has a ton of credits when you go through yes. like everything but the biggest thing she had done to date at that point was Josie and the Pussycats, another favorite of mine. Yes, that's the
0: that's a forgotten movie. That one doesn't get brought up a lot. But that's, yeah, people love that movie, bro.
1: Rachel <laughs> Lee Cook, Tara Reid, Rosario Dawson. You know how many times I watched that movie, Gomez? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I'll tell you, it was a lot more action than even this past weekend for the old Superstar. And when I when I met Rachel Lee Cook, I basically told her that without meaning to tell her that. Uh oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you have no idea how much I love Josie and the Pussycats. And she was like, right. Uh, she
0: deals with a lot of creeps, bro. You know, so it's understandable. I'm
1: sure she does. I mean yeah. I mean even today she still looks incredible. So sure. Whatever. Sometimes I try not to be a creep. I understand the times have changed, you know. But God bless Rachel Lee Cook. Respectfully. Respectfully bless Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, that's why God was doing it. God is very respectful. (laughs) Except when he was telling uh, Isaac to kill Abraham and turning Lot's wife into a pillar of salt. That was less respectful, God.
0: Love the Bible. New
1: Testament God. Very respectful. Oh,
0: look at this. Job's (laughs) got the the Bible chef. I don't know nothing. You can tell me anything and say it's in the Bible. Like, really? Wow, that's an interesting. I know nothing. They call me the
1: the godfather of Genesis, the Emperor of Exodus, and the Lothario of letters to the Corinthians. Uh, so the rundown Gomez has a budget of $85 million, which I think nice, respectable budget. I think that's a lot of money for like a real somewhat first time star, you know, but you're putting that kind of pressure on the rock. I would have kind of expected it to be closer to 50. So I was kind of I surprised when I saw 85, but then you look at like the sets, the action throughout the movie, like you see where the money went unfortunately it's a box office bomb i couldn't imagine anyone besides us going to see this movie and i didn't even go to the theaters to see this movie so it domestically it does 47 7 at the at the box office worldwide the full take is 80.9 million dollars so it doesn't even make back the budget let alone the marketing mm. a complete bomb but it does have a little bit of a run on dvd where more All people right. get into it and that's really where i watch I, I think the first time i saw it was on an airplane it was playing on one of the seatback tvs or something so I was like, oh, i'll watch a movie i'll watch this rundown <laughs> movie like whatever
0: um, um
1: and then i went out and bought the dvd because i'm like this is a fun fucking movie um, but I haven't wa- really watched it in years and years and years, and I so I go and I do my research and I see Rotten Tomatoes seventy percent from the critics, and I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. But then I see the audience score is sixty six percent, and okay. that surprised me because a movie like this, I'm expecting the audience score to be far higher. Yeah, they loving it than the critics. Yes. But IMDb, same thing, six point six. So basically the same exact 66%. Pretty insane, I would think. Interesting. I yeah, I, I would think I would think it would be higher. Huh.
0: That's uh, disappointing to see that. Let's
1: so this is the story it. the rock plays a bounty hunter for like a mobster and he's really just trying to make enough money so he can get out completely and go open his own restaurant. That's his dream. He wants to open his own restaurant. And the guy he works for says, you got to do one last job. My asshole son is in Brazil. You got to go grab him, bring him back, and then you're free and clear. I'll give you your seed money, and we can go our separate ways. So The Rock says, okay. Not just okay. You know what he probably said? Just bring it. That's what he probably said, because he's The Rock. Why do these people always... The guy
0: goes, all right, one last job. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, sure. What do you think? You think that job is like this piece of cake? If he's letting you off, it's going to be probably the worst job. And then you believe this man? Come on.
1: Like, why do I got to give two weeks notice to a job when I'm leaving? Like, I'm leaving for a reason. Don't make me fucking sit here.
0: Ridiculous! Here you go. One but
1: then if I job. if I don't give you two weeks notice, somehow that gives you the ability to not pay me out the PTO I had banked. I don't um, understand why that works.
0: Because any way to screw the the little man, bro? Come on, two week notice for what? Fire you with no notice? Yeah, oh, we're gonna they can fire, fire you with week, no bro. notice,
1: but yeah. Oh, so I hate that. But the we got a genuinely. And to, I think still holds up as a fun little action movie. It's, it's not trying to be too serious. You're getting cool fight scenes. I think the characters are working well. They are caricatures, obviously. Yes. But there's some, you know, some seriousness in their base of like their motivations and stuff. Even The Rock, and I think when we say now that The Rock is kind of boring us. Because he plays the same character in every movie. He is certainly that guy in this movie. Sure. He's the charming, kind of effusive, you know, got a, a little wisecrack, but can kick your ass. But at that point in 2003, it was new. We hadn't seen yes. that from The Rock before. So we're like, wow, look how handsome and charming and funny The Rock could be. Yes. As far as yes. we were concerned, All we knew about The Rock as an actor was that fucking thing he did on Saturday Night Live where he ate the mango and Nicotrell. Oh yeah, Nicotrell. Yeah, (laughs) like that's a great episode of Saturday Night Live though. When he when he hosted that number one. If you were a wrestling fan at the time, if you're a serious wrestling fan, whenever a wrestler tries to branch out and do something mainstream you kind of feel like he's taking it and like you have to support in a way and I certainly felt that way for The Rock so like when he was doing um, Saturday Night Live I was like I remember all my friends were getting together at my buddy's house we're all watching this live going fuck yeah Rock and then at the end of the episode like you're hoping for the best you know so it's let's fucking live like it's very easy to fuck that up thank God he's a wrestler yeah. you know in a lot of ways you say thank God he's a wrestler because he's used to only getting one take sure but at That's the end true. of the day, when Saturday Night Live was over and he does the you know, thank you and good night, try the veal, tip your waitress. You're like, you're there, like, and we're clear, like, fuck yeah, god damn it, he did it. He fucking did it. Good for you, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And and at the when this movie came out, like I said, I didn't see it until after it was already on video or whatever. But even by the end of it, I was like, fuck yeah, you know what? Fuck yeah, rock. You did it. Fucking be proud! Now, did I know he's going to go on to be one of the highest paid movie stars in two? Th- you know, from 2010 Hell now? no! Obviously not. Like, who the fuck saw nah. that coming?
0: No, nah. especially because he. It took a while because he had the rundown. Like you said, rundown didn't even do good. But we loved the rundown, but after that, you know, be cool. You know, if you look, so like, where did he go like from there?
1: The next movie he does right after this is Walking Tall. Yeah, which was another That's movie right. that you watch and you fine. go, "It's fine." That
0: yeah, it was all right. I remember it was okay. Not until it a remake of Walking Tall with the Rock. So funny. Oh goodness. Yeah. The Rock the Rock took a while to catch. On. I feel like he didn't catch on till Fast Five, really.
1: Like it took I think Fast Five was completely new life for both him as an actor and then that franchise as well. Yes. Fast five is I think the the preeminent chapter of of that series.
0: Five and seven, those are the two. Those are the two, yeah. The best the rest, eight. I, they're, eight all was, good. <laughs> they're all <good. laughs> after seven. I feel after seven, it's been. I haven't loved the fast and furious, like eight, nine, eight, and, then nine this last and last ten run, have been have not
1: been great. And I think they've gotten progressively worse, yeah. Like eight, eight is obviously a big step down from seven. But then 9's a step down from 8 and 10's a step down from 9. Yes. And it's,
0: you know. Yeah, it's rough. We, we definitely crawl into that finish line there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh,
1: so things about this movie that I discovered, Gomez. The original oh, title was El Dorado. El Dorado. Yes, I remember that. And I remember that, as I'm reading, I go, Oh, I remember that. A Hel Dorado. Because it's so like.
0: stupid. Because it's like, oh, thank God they didn't call
1: it that. And then they changed that title to Welcome to the Jungle
0: That's before
1: teaching. finally settling on the rundown. But yet, some countries, including the United Kingdom, still release this movie as Welcome to the Jungle. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is a scene, a line where Christopher Walken calls some uh, group of guys, a group of his like henchmen, some Oompa Loompas. But. <laughs> He had never seen Willy Wonka. Really? He, he thought Oompa Loompas was a slur, and he didn't want to say it. So uh, um, uh, Peter the... Berg, who directed this movie, had to like get him a copy of Willy Wonka to prove to him it's not a slur. <laughs> Imagine making watch
0: a Christopher Walken watch watch Charlie Willy Wonka in the Factory. Oh my god, that is he must have been like, what the fuck is this movie?
1: <laughs> wow,
0: that's good. Uh,
1: speaking of Peter Berg, who is the director here, there's a scene yeah. where Travis asks Beck um about like what happens when he uses guns? Because this is one of the the themes of the movie is that Beck does not like to use guns. So Travis says, well, what happens when you use guns? And The Rock says, very bad things. Which is a reference to Peter Berg's first feature film, Very Bad Things, from 1998. It was like a dark comedy.
0: I do. I remember that movie, yes. Very Bad Things. And then, of
1: course, you book a wrestler in a movie. You got to hit him with it. Got
0: to do the moves. Love it. I've always loved that shit.
1: There's the bar scene. The Rock does the Just Bring It. And he also does, he fits in a rock bottom in there as well. Rock bottles, that
0: motherfucker. It's so stupid.
1: (laughs) And, of course, how can we forget? We talked about him earlier. We mentioned him. Arnold Schwarzenegger with a cameo in this movie. Getting Arnold to be in this movie, I guess the story was that Arnold was actually doing something like at the nearby set or whatever and kind of popped by to say hello and then like saw what was going on. He's like, Oh, can I can you fucking put me in for something? So he does like one line where he tells The Rock, Hey, have fun. And people took that as like kind of a passing of the torch for action stars. Okay. And so when you look back at it, Arnold in 2003 to The Rock and where The Rock is now, you know.
0: Mm,
1: That is cool. And Gomez, how much do you think The Rock would make for this film? You know, basically no movie resume behind him. You know, all he's coming in is he's a big star in wrestling, but that doesn't always translate. Hogan never had the kind of mainstream success he had hoped he would have going into the movies. How much would you think The Rock would get paid for this you said 80 million budget? Uh, 85 million dollar budget. Yes. The Rock got 500k. That's what I would have expected. Something in that area. Yeah. Apparently, he was paid 12 and a half million dollars for this. Film. Get the fuck out of here. That, i now, that's one of the things what? I found in my research. And I looked at that and I go, there is no fucking way. There's no way. Bro, I was gonna say a million. I
0: was like, Nah, he's like he get of for what? Well, who would give this man a million? Wow, that's cr- how much the fucking Christopher Walker get? Twenty million? <laughs> like, I'm like, what are we
1: doing? Twelve so, million? Now, I don't know if that's counting, like, if he got points on the back end or something. Like, oh, that's how much he made? You know, like with fucking blockbuster rentals, or I—I I don't know. It sounds fucking ridiculous. That's what it, it's reported as. That's what I saw in two different places that i look for information but that one sounds very far-fetched to me this is why
0: movies don't make money bro they just be spending stupid money for no reason if <laughs> they give really, the rock 12 million
1: like what? if they really did give the rock 12 million with no resume whatsoever like what like you couldn't you couldn't offer five like you don't think he would have done it for five
0: that's what i mean like like 12 minutes that sounds like a are you giving Tom Cruise to, to star in some something like not, not the rock with no wow. yeah
1: with, with with no with no hits on his name. Wow
0: That's crazy. That is wow. Okay, well this is why he didn't make money, but uh you know,
1: <laughs> hey, where'd you watch this movie? Cause uh So last week you had said it is on Peacock.
0: I and think I it expired because of the month. And it was not
1: on Peacock. It was not on Peacock. So I had to Google it, and I found that it was on our best friends yes, at it Tubi. Was. It was on
0: Tubi because I was like, I went on Peacock because I you know, I could have sworn, and I looked it. I had written it down. and it said Peacock, so it must have been maybe the month changed, and maybe it it got knocked off at the yeah. month. I was like, this is boost. Thankfully, it's on Tubi. So, people got to watch it for free because, uh, you know, I'm sure people ain't running to go watch the. <laughs> yeah. If they had to pay for it. You know, again, this is a movie we love. I wonder how many people watching this movie. Well, we
1: got to see if we still this love episode. It. Oh, what? Come on. You still love this movie. I, know I don't it. know. Why don't you hit some music oh. and let's find out? Are you our man, A double main man? Are you our man, A triple main man? A man, 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 our quadruple main man? Are you our man? Are you our man?
0: Alright Joe, 2003's the rundown. We loved it back then, do we still love it? hmm, where's this going
1: on? Your main man standings. Um, I think this is a still a very fun movie, but I think a lot of the appeal when we saw it originally was the fact that we expected it to be complete and utter dog shit, and then yes. we did end up getting a fun action movie, some good quips, some good fight scenes. We got some nice explosions. The scenery in this movie is very very pretty to look at it was uh shot in hawaii after apparently they were scouting locations in brazil originally the director and a couple of the producers they were robbed at gunpoint by some locals who took all their uh i you know their valuable items jesus and they were like fuck this we're going we're going to hawaii (laughs) so yeah i can't
0: imagine that must have been so much more expensive to film in hawaii so they,
1: they film it in Hawaii. We get beautiful locales throughout the It does the look entire beautiful, film. yeah. Um, but I think a lot of it was just the fact that it exceeded our expectations for a guy like The Rock doing a movie back then. Um, but even now, I still enjoyed this movie quite a bit. I think, like I said, it's a fun little action movie. You're not going to walk out of here thinking you saw the greatest thing that's ever existed, but you're going to have a good time watching this movie. And there is a lot of value in having a good time and enjoying something when you're investing an hour and 44 minutes of your time. Beautiful runtime. Yep. Exactly. And it doesn't feel like it drags even from the beginning when we're just being introduced and we're kind of setting the basis for the character of Beck. It's very easy to follow, but you're right into it. You, you know, yes. you're, it's not like he's waking out of bed or watching him brush his teeth and no. now he's got to go to work. It's we're right into it. Yeah.
0: You so, learn it right away. Uh,
1: I never feel like it really drags. I enjoy the scenes, even when it slows down a bit to kind of give you that breather where you get the rock and Sean William Scott and Rosario Dawson sitting around the campfire and doing whatever it's, it's a needed letdown. Okay. We just had this giant fight scene. We had explosions. Okay. Now let's bring it down. Let you take your breath, you know, whatever. And then we're going to bring you back up. So I think this movie has really good pacing. I'm going to give it a three and a half triple and a half main man. That's where I think it is. I think it is a very good, solid movie and I would recommend it for anyone. I'm there with you three and a half definitely uh I could see
0: uh the beginning right the beginning that beginning boss scene is so different like even stylistically like the way it's shot and the way the characters are talking like the way he's uh, you know he's like, I guess we're just learning the character right so he knows everything that's going on and stuff like mm-hmm. that but it's just like it's so different to be like, oh, because I was watching him like oh wow, this movie's like really it's a lot going on in this this first five minutes here yeah. And then, but once it gets into the jungle stuff, it slows down, but doesn't slow down like where nothing's happening. But it's just like it's a, it's a totally different movie. It's not that high energy, like it's just boom, boom, boom no. to start. You know, so like I, I can think... see like you watching it being like, Oh, what is this movie? Like, it could throw you off to be like, Oh, what what's going on here? But it definitely slows down. You get like a regular kind of action, buddy comedy. Uh, they got great chemistry together, love them together. I thought they worked well together. And uh, Christopher Walken's having a good time, you know. Yeah, Christopher, because that's the thing, too, is how you you don't really watch a lot of Christopher Walken movies, right? Like, yeah, I I was thinking that too. He's famous from a long time ago, like you know, the 70s, the 80s. So, him popping up in this movie, like it was like, oh wow, this is fun to see Christopher Walken having a a fun time with this villain here. It's a good time because it's like
1: when you think of Christopher Walken movies that you would have watched, like I sat and thought about this, and I didn't like go through his filmography or anything but i'm going like if you tell me what do i know christopher walken from it's from being christopher walken but like if i have to think of movies it's this and like joe dirt yeah i get it
0: 100 <laughs> percent. he's a very yeah, he's famous a long time ago and he's just kind of been a Famous person, he's one of those guys, you know. Just no, and
1: then doing he did that music video in like the late 90s, whatever, where he's dancing, fat boy like, slim, yeah, the fat boy slim video, yeah, yes, that's right. That, yes, that's probably one of his most famous
0: things, right? For people our age who for, never for, went back, for, for right? People you're our not, age, yeah, you're I not going back to watch MTV the was Hunter. still
1: a big deal at that time. And everyone, oh, show us the Christopher Walken dancing video, like, yes. 100%. It was on TRL all the time When TRL fucking mattered <clears throat> Yes it was
0: Yes it was Oh baby Joe We had some fun spinning this wheel You want to take a break Joe? Because you know There's a big uh, Marvel movie coming out this week It doesn't sound like what, what.
1: What could it possibly be?
0: We get the long-awaited sequel to Captain Marvel. The $1 billion movie, Captain Marvel. Wait, I'm Let's sorry. Not what? forget. Was it really a yeah. billion dollars? Yes. This is why it's very, yeah. Like, it made a How? billion dollars. It made, People... it made a billion dollars? Or yes. it's Captain Marvel. No, the first Captain Marvel movie uh-huh. made a billion dollars. Yeah. And so this is... Where the fuck was I? It's because it's in between like Infinity War and Endgame. So like it had that steam, you know. Oh my god. I know that's why it's weird because people talk like so bad about this movie, but it's
1: not a good movie. It
0: made a lot of money, so a lot of people went and saw it. Like it's a you know. Yikes. So so confident in this movie that they decided to add two other characters, yeah, to the movie. You know, and uh, I, I don't want to say I'm excited for the movie, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I really like, you know, Kamala Khan. I really love that series, Miss Marvel's series. And so I'm excited to see her in the movie, do her thing. You know, I, I think she's going to be a popular thing once people actually see it because ain't no one watched that fucking show. <laughs> uh, yeah. They put it on ABC, they did that over the summer. Did they? It's a great idea, yes. That but is have, a good idea. But they show it like at the worst time. It's like of you know, course. Friday at nine o'clock. Like yeah, like, Friday at 9 like, 30 like, at night. Like, like, no, like
1: that's when a really great the idea. target yes. audience for that, you're really trying to nail that like TGIF demographic mm. at that point, yes. You know, and maybe you get it, but I mean that teenage audience, like at that point, it's either gonna be too late. Or they're gonna be out doing drinking yeah. and drugs in the park with their friends. So yeah, they they did a couple of things like that, but they just
0: I don't know. So uh, I'm so gonna go see. a break
1: from the wheel. I
0: mean, you know, listen, we can still spin the wheel, baby. If you want to no, spin the wheel, we, we it's too much.
1: Wheel. We can't give the people too many, too much homework. As as uh, the teacher of pop culture, right? I'm I'm here. I'm the professor. I'm not sure. going to assign that amount of homework for people to do. I'm just not going so to then, do it. So then the wheel takes a
0: break for the week, and we're oh. running to the theater to see the Marvels. Oh. Hey, we could be wrong. We could be coming back, loving it. It's it's under two hours. It's like an hour forty something. I love to hear that. It makes me nervous, though, because usually they're trying to cram so much shit into these movies, and for them to be like, nah, it's under two
1: hours, bro. Don't worry about it. It's like,
0: oh, shit. And right, realistically,
1: we don't want to go to the movies and leave disappointed, right? Like, we're not going with the no, intent yes. to hate the movie. Like, we, I want to see a good movie. That's why I'm going to uh, the yeah. movies. Yeah, I don't
0: go run to the movies to see shit, unless I know it's shit, and I'm like, I need to see how shit And like, I mean on is. the
1: joke that it's shit, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, no, this is, like, I'm hoping to see a great movie. I'm hoping to end the year with a banger for Marvel. Please, yeah, Marvel. We're getting
1: to that it. point, man. It's already, um, by the time this comes out, the middle of November already. Wow, this year fucking flew by, man.
0: It really did. Yeah, bro. There's, like, seven weeks left in the year. It's Like, pretty, remember, yeah. we were
1: just discussing, like, oh, what do you think about putting the show on YouTube? And here we are with almost a full <laughs> year of shows on YouTube. Crazy. Crazy. But we're going to have a show next week, too. But we got to finish this week's show first, Gomez. So why? Don't you hit some music.
0: You got it, baby. It's now time for the finish. All right, Joe. Big finish, Tom. You ready?
1: You ready? Can't wait. Let's spin it. Oh,
0: oh, oh. So close. We almost had a wrestling one. This is fun pantera songs joe mm, this is gonna be i think it'll be quick and easy i think this one how many people mm. actually listen
1: to pantera still a lot i they had a big comeback this year
0: they, know, they, they went on been, tour and stuff but that's not opened, really yeah.
1: it's not really pantera. Listen,
0: I, I, I mean know, it's as it's close as, as you're gonna ever gonna get it's but, as close as you're gonna get you're getting phil singing at least right Someone else could yeah. play guitar just as good. Not saying better or, but you know, someone could play it just as well as them. And so uh, you know, I think I think so. We'll see. We love them. We love Pantera.
1: I yeah, I wouldn't say I love them. I definitely like them, but I'm not like a huge fan- Pantera fanboy. Mm, let's uh,
0: let's get this started here. Here we go. <laughs> It was a, it was a, the metal band we were. They were up, the you know? like, metal
1: band. That like, was the band. If even if if you didn't listen to metal, you knew people who liked Pantera because they had the patches on their backpacks, or that was the main thing. You would see all the older guys would have the the band patches they did. on their yes, backpacks they did. going to school. That 100%. was a big thing. So you'd look at that yes. and be like, "Who the fuck is Pantera?" or, "Or what is this STP?" Not knowing that the. STP Motor Oil logo was used for Stone Temple Pilots, you know, something like that. Like so th- that's really how I became familiar with Pantera was seeing other people talk about them and listen to them and I think for me, I think number 1 is very easy. Is a layup for me. Cemetery Gates is just a phenomenal song. Number I, 1, 100%. It's on the soundtrack to Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. So, I love it. <laughs> I always talk about my soundtracks, and that was one of the ones that I had, and it was the opening track on the album, and that song fucking slaps. Put that on now. I will say that's you can hold that song to any hard rock, like, deep song. Man, that song fucking kicks, bro. 100%
0: the best. Love it. The best. Well, see, I, mean, I mean, it might be I, chalky we'd be going here, but I mean, it's just the hits the hits, bro. I
1: know what you're going to say. It's Rob Van Dam's song, isn't
0: it? It's the, bro, when that music plays, the crowd goes fuck. It's just like, you got to get up and let's fucking go, bro.
1: And I can't think of that song without thinking of Rob Van Dam in ECW. 100%. When Walk would play, re. <clears throat> Spect, walk and they did i I will say this we always make fun of ecw's production values but the way they edited that song where it was just the chorus being played on loop and not the full song just perfect rob van dam could walk around that ring for 11 minutes with that thing and 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 he did and (laughs) the crowd would not let up up. every time walk would even begin that first opening note that crowd would come unglued. ECW, Rob Van Dam was a different animal. Amazing.
0: What what a beast. Oh, man. And then what, what are we doing for the last one? I think, you know, I could go one or two ways.
1: I kind of have two songs in my head, but I think I'm going to go with This Love off the... Um, vulgar display of power album it's definitely one of the songs i'm thinking maybe fucking hostile that's that was the other one i was thinking of was that's good because when that was one of the first songs people had played for me and it was like the vulgarity of it like oh (laughs) fucking hostile like which is very tame now but like being a fucking 12 year old kid where it was yeah. like whoa you know, ooh, i hope my mom doesn't see that i bought one of these cds with a parental advisory on it you know <laughs> like it's a big deal at the time yes it was
0: <laughs> even revolution is my name mm, this is I'll go, I'll go fucking hostile so we don't we don't have the same three songs here okay i appreciate Stop that man. yeah <laughs>
1: Uh thank you guys for listening to the car jomez podcast remember to hit that subscribe button leave a five-star review wherever it is that you get your podcast or if you're watching on youtube hit that subscribe hit that like ring that bell so you get alerts whenever these episodes upload every thursday morning for you Ooh. we appreciate every single one of you we are hitting we have hit absolute record numbers this year we have blown away our numbers for past years. It's going to be uh, a hell of a job by us by the end of the year. And that's uh, obviously thanks to you guys. Thank you guys who are um, interested in my bendies and were posting pictures of it and uh, tagging me in all your photos on all the social media. I absolutely love to see it. I'm so happy. You guys are happy with it. Believe me, I'm even happier. So it's a really cool thing to see. Follow us on all the social media at car. Jomez, Twitter, Instagram, Uh Mm. oh on threads car jomez is on threads having so much fun on (laughs) threads. Wow. Uh you can follow (laughs) all my personal stuff at the Joe Shoes, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, TikTok, Mastodon. Uh I'm doing it all. Remember that? Oh, I (laughs) I forgot about that one. Mastodon was (laughs) we tried Mastodon, and what was the other one? Hive? It was Hive. Hive yeah
0: that's it Hive yep the, that was those, one of They them. were
1: like fetch it just wasn't gonna happen oh,
0: Did not catch on uh,
1: So follow me everywhere at the Joe Shoes uh, Help support by buying a t-shirt At prowrestlingtees.com Slash Joe Shoes or watch my Other YouTube channel youtube.com Slash Joe Shoes
0: mm, The Gomez 154 Instagram Twitter Blue Sky I think I have A threads you know I'm everywhere Baby uh follow that twitch You're stream. You're everywhere,
1: just not doing anything on them. Yeah, not much. Uh
0: <laughs> that Twitch stream, you never know. Maybe I'll find what's that movie called? What am I looking for? Lone Star? What's Lo- this thing? Long shot. Long shot, yeah, I'm on the hunt. You never know. Twitch.tv/slash. We last need movie. some old
1: town in our lives. I want it <laughs> oh, all the... or nothing, Gomez. So maybe we just need to go
0: on there and watch some boy bands. Let's see, Trolls is coming up Maybe we'll have a boy band weekend.
1: Ooh, you know, I've never seen any of the Trolls movies. Do I need to catch up? You do. You would love them. Yeah, they step music. They're
0: playing music and songs. But they're they're
1: trolls, not animals. Like
0: you get to hear Anna Kendrick's voice. You love her.
1: Oh, I do. Where's she been?
0: I feel like she hasn't done a lot lately. Trolls. She's got that trolls money, bro. She's got that trolls pitch perfect money. Trolls money. Yeah, you don't got to do nothing else after that. She ain't got to
1: do nothing,
0: bro. Fuck that. My
1: yeah, I, I had a crush on her since I first saw her in Up in the Air with George Clooney, and that like I'm movie. a big George, I'm a big Clooney fan. So I went out of my way to see it, and I was like, "This girl is fucking adorable." And um, yeah, I familiar, just I, I like just her? hope that one day we'll have you know that meeting mm-hmm. eyes, you know, just lock, and it's just just magic, you know, pure magic. That's what I that's what I dish out, you know. You do. The
0: magic man.
1: The magic man. And and now you see me, now you don't. <laughs> oh, Joe. Let's get
0: out of here, bro.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. We are watching the Marvels in theaters. Definitely go check it out. But otherwise, Gomez, let's make like Tom and Cruz. Peace.